Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Ships of the Trek Universe. I'm Brandon, your host for this collaboration podcast with Hero Collector and the executive producer and host of Ship Talking Podcast. I'm also very excited to be joined by two members of the Hero Collector team today, Ben Robinson and John Ainsworth. Gents, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Ah, it's great to have you here. And uh, yeah, this is our first show in the series. So I think before we kick things off, we should have you both introduce yourselves. Ben, what's your role at Hero Collector? Um, oh my God, that's a difficult question. Um, <laughs> I wish I knew is the honest answer. Um, I kind of look after everything, which is a bit of a meaningless, it's something and everything kind of title. But obviously I, I go back a long way with the Star Trek stuff. And on these ships, I'm normally the link with uh, CBS, with the visual effects guys, and with the artists who design. Oh, very cool, very cool. And John, how about yourself? Uh, I'm called the development manager, or a development manager for Eagle Moss. All right. And amongst other things, I look after all the Star Trek models that we create and guide them through the whole development process to the point where they're ready to go on sale, basically. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're both here for me for this first episode. And for this series, we're going to put out an episode alongside each ship and their accompanying magazine that Hero Collector is going to release for the new Star Trek Universe collection. So about every month or so, you can expect discussions about ships from Picard, Discovery, and the upcoming show, Strange New Worlds. So for this first episode, it's all about La Serena, which is Spanish for the mermaid. And it's also the hero ship from season one of Picard. Now we're going to dive deeper into her design in just a moment. But first, John, can you share what maybe you specifically worked on for La Serena? Uh, yeah, well, it was the first one, as you say, of the Star Trek Universe series. So basically, we you know we get the original production files mm-hmm. from CBS and we turn them into something that can then be used to create a physical model. All right, very cool. And Ben, anything specific you remember about your work on La Serena? Well, it's always a sort of stressful thing trying to get something as early as possible. Mm-hmm. We've had things where they're like, oh, you can have it. Oh, well, hang on a minute. We've just changed something <laughs> um, right up to like the week before broadcast. Oh, wow. So um, for me, we actually ended up getting all the Picard ships in one kind of spectacular dump. All right. Where you kind of, you get there and you're starting to count them and you're like, going, oh, there are nine ships. Um <laughs> And sometimes, I think on this one, we got them just before the end of the series. So we did, there were some surprises. In Which is kind of nice, right? To be surprised. And especially if you're going to be watching the show, no uh, no spoilers there for some of them. Yeah, it's it's less nice when the surprise is that the cells aren't physically attached to the body of the ship. Uh. <laughs> as it was in Discovery. But we'll get to that in another, another show. Yes, I'm sure we're going to get to those. All right. Well, let's jump into the insights for this ship. And we all know that La Serena was captained by the ex-Starfleet officer and Captain Rios. But one thing I actually learned from the Models magazine was that the ship was a Kaplan F-17 class speed freighter, which really was designed primarily as a cargo ship, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because what you get is that the art department have a kind of backstory. So when you come to a, an artist and say, design me a ship, they say, well, what kind of ship? Mm. What is it? And the idea was that La Serena was this kind of cargo ship isn't, 100% right. Okay. So the idea was Mark, Mark Yang, who designed it, described it as being a bit of a Swiss army knife of a ship. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that if you look at the back, we've never seen this on screen, but there's concept art showing it, it would hook up to a, another bigger 
piece that would have all the cargo containers in. Kind of like a tug then. Yeah, I guess like a tug. I mean, it's, yes. I mean, he described it as being like the the cab on a truck. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. The way you're describing that does actually make uh, me think of a ship that we're going to be releasing a little later, which is the the Wallenberg tug, which has a similar sort of process. And it's a similar shape to uh, La Serena, actually, in that Mm. it it does hook up to this whole train of cargo pods or something behind it, I guess, which it pulls along. So, yeah, there's a similar design there. Yeah, really cool. Well, I know that, you know, for La Serena, it was meant to be small, fast, maneuverable, obviously going on a wide range of missions, but it, you know, it probably started off more as that freighter. And it sounds like Captain Rios kind of upgraded it over time. It was doing things it was probably not meant for. And I know one of the things that a lot of people found fun was all those hollow emitters that were throughout. And of course, he programmed that holographic crew to kind of operate the ship because I think it's described as needing about half a dozen or so to actually operate it. And if he was on his own, he uh, he created those those holograms to kind of help him along. Yeah, the, the other thing about it is it's not quite clear where the Rios... Um, is the one who adapted it or not. Mm. So when I talked to to Mark about it, he was saying that the idea was that it was this kind of, um, he called it Starfleet adjacent. Okay, yeah. So it had been adapted and changed, and there are bits on the design that he specifically envisaged as having been added on, mm-hmm. particularly like the great big engines on the outside. He, he imagined that those weren't part of the original design. Oh, wow. Okay. But it wasn't quite clear whether Rios had done that himself or whether this was something that had been used by some kind of not quite Starfleet, but related to Starfleet group Mm. of people who'd upgraded it and then he'd somehow acquired it. Oh, very interesting. That remains to be seen. You know, as I say, the art department have their own backstory, which uh, may be different to the one that ends up on screen. Yeah, of course. Well, maybe we'll get to see some of that backstory in season two. But I know some of that work you're talking about where it didn't originally have those pods. There's some really interesting sketches in the magazine that comes with the model. So everyone should definitely pick it up to take a look at that. But one of the things that I learned as well was that it wasn't originally called La Serena. The original name was Arana Cosmica, which is also Spanish for Cosmic Spider. Yeah, or even before that, it was just known as Picard Spider. <laughs> All right. The very first time I saw anything for this, it was just called The Spider. And then I think, you know, because of Rios's Spanish heritage, mm. they uh, decided that it would be La Arana. So, Ben, you mentioned um, Starfleet adjacent there, which uh, originally the, the intention was to have it looking much more like a traditional starfleet ship with a saucer section and uh, uh, and the nacelles but they moved away from that yeah i think that was very early on i think it's one of those typical things where he says design me a small ship <laughs> so he goes off and designs a small ship and they go oh no not like that <laughs> i love that he pulled back from that and actually you know took a look at ships like the runabout the delta flyer you know those all are smaller ships but don't have those saucer components one of the things i found really interesting about the ship is just how different it is to everything mm. you're used to seeing in star trek mm-hmm. you know it's um it's a different size it's a different color mm-hmm. um you know there's actually concept art which is in the magazine of what it would look like landed at a spaceport um you know it, it it's part of picard's mission to to give us something new and different yeah um, and it's been really nice for us to do a spaceship that 
doesn't have a sorcerer and tuna cells. Um, so th- that's been a really nice thing about this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the colour scheme maybe that also gives it that sort of slight yeah. sense of being quite different. I mean, you've certainly not seen any Starfleet ships with red and white stripes and things on it, have you? But I mean, if it was a different colour. In fact, there are sketches in the magazine where it is more of a sort of silver colour, isn't yep. it? Which does sort of bring it more back towards the, the sort of Starfleet thing. But they... Again, they obviously decided to, to, to move away from that. You're 100% right on that. There are some really interesting sketches that show kind of what Mark was playing with. But also, I, I know Mark kind of stepped away from finalizing it. And I know he's brought in towards the end right before it was released and had its on-screen debut. But one of the things that I believe John Eves did was create some nose art that was added as a kind of a last-minute edition um, that actually was near the cockpit of a mermaid itself. That's right. It's a little, a little mermaid insignia, really. Looks like the sort of thing you'd have on a on the nose of an airplane, isn't it? You know, or on a, a World War Two plane. Yeah, uh, which is present on our model. So yeah, it's it's amazing. And when you got those files and you were able to see that, were you able to take it apart and maybe see it up close and more detailed? Because I know obviously we didn't get to see it that well up on screen. Obviously now with your model we can, but I imagine there was some excitement being able to see it, you know, on your computer screens and play around with it. So what happened when we got the actual files? Yes, the mermaid image was part of the actual ship files, but it wasn't actually sort of high enough quality for us to sort of adapt it so we actually had to request the mermaid art separately which was great so we actually got the original art very very interesting uh, and then we put it on the ship very cool yeah there's a there's a very strange thing about chips now is that they um the 3d models have massively complicated textures in them Mm. so what the computer does is it sort of decides how far away the ship's going to be Mm -hmm. and then decides what resolution to render it at oh interesting so fabio who i think will join us in a future installment um has to go in and um, resample all those textures Mm. um and create a model that we can use without being a massive visual effects house Well, I am looking forward to having him on a future episode so we can talk about that. And I know you each had, you know, your individual contributions to the model, but is there anything fun you can share about maybe some of the behind the scenes magic that went into creating the model of La Serena? John, do you remember any fun? It was all just hard work, wasn't it? uh, Well, I mean, it it, it was fun in the sense that it actually was a good and easy development, if that makes sense. I mean, um, we go through various samples of each model Mm. as part of the development. But the first sample that we received of this ship was, it was almost perfect, really. Mm. I think it was just, it was missing the mermaid. We hadn't put the mermaid on at that point. But as soon as we saw it, I think we we were very pleased with it, weren't we, Ben? I mean, we just thought, oh, that looks... Yeah, I remember you being quite excited and thinking, that looks really good. Yeah. So that was very nice. Um, when it came to doing the paints for it, we discovered that actually there were two slightly different versions of the ship used in the first season. Oh, really? There's the minor differences to the the white sort of striping on the nose of the ship and I think on its underside. And that slightly different version of the ship is used in episodes 8, 9 and 10 of the first season. Mm. And we basically had both versions, I think. So it was a decision of which one did we go for. And we so our model is based on the 8, 9, and 10 episode ah, okay. version. Well, that makes sense because if it was later in the season, maybe that means we're going to see that version show up in season two. That was my thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. I'm looking forward to seeing season two and all the other ships that may come along with it. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this first episode. Do make sure to pick up the model so you can check it out, as well as the magazine that comes with it, so you can see all those sketches that we were talking about, including that original sketch of what Mark originally sketched up with it looking more Starfleet-like. It's very cool. 
But before we plug our socials and say goodbye, as a teaser for the next episode, we're going to be discussing the USS Zhanghei, which is the Inquiry class ship that Riker was temporarily in command of during Picard's season finale. So keep an eye out for that one. John, can you let everyone know where they can purchase the models and subscribe to the new collection? Sure. There's two ways to purchase them. If you want to get every model by subscribing, you can go to herocollector.com forward slash Star Trek Universe. Or if you just want to buy particular ships that you're after, uh, you can go to shop.eaglemoss.com. Cool. And Ben, what about Hero Collector's social media channels? We're fairly easy to find, I hope. So Facebook, Twitter, those are the main things for us. Um, So it's Hero Collector underscore. And we're always there, always happy to talk. Awesome. And for Ship Talking Pod, you can, of course, get the details to that show as well as this and our other shows at shiptalkingpod.com. We're on Twitter as at shiptalkingpod. And I do suggest you give us a follow there as we're going to launch a giveaway of the La Serena model and the magazine that it comes with, along with every other ship model we discuss in the future for this series. So do keep an eye out often for those. And of course, Ship Talking Pod is also on Patreon in return for your support, which makes everything we do possible. We provide special benefits including expanded episodes of our main pod the ability to chat in discord with some of our guests that join us special patron only giveaways and much more head to patreon.com slash ship talking pod for details ben john thank you so much for joining it was a real pleasure having you here and uh hey hope to see you both on a future episode on another upcoming ship thank you very much it's been great pleasure was all ours cheers everyone bye 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 Thank you.